Welcome to the Lorna Experience. This is the podcast dedicated to aspiring entrepreneurs and digital marketers who can relate. <laughs> At the Lorna Experience, we really want to make the show as relatable as possible and also we have a value system here which is we keep on learning no matter what stay humble and learn and we keep optimizing our time our productivity our flow we keep resilient in what we do nurturing concepts and accepting where we are now as you can see different layout This is a podcast that's going to be in different co-working spaces. At the moment, I'm back in my HQ, Cardiff, the best place. Um, And it's honestly, this Cardiff is thriving right now. If you're an entrepreneur and digital marketer, um, definitely there is loads of opportunity development and growth, especially as well in the just technology and creative sector and it's just it's buzzing here I can't wait to share with you so to be honest with you I really wanted to wait to record this episode too I thought I wanted a bit more research but there's so much going on that I cannot not hit record (laughs) that that's the whole point is that I want to this podcast will be uh evolving Every episode, there will be an evolution, of course, that's that's how it works. But um, I have many ideas of guests, speakers that I want to bring in to talk about their journey or different topics. And there's also going to be different series co-created with, um, I think, inspiring, relatable individuals. And then obviously myself, I'll be solo hosting and that's really to showcase my journey as an entrepreneur and digital marketer and what I'm doing to stay relevant really and just to keep thriving. So yeah, if you want to support this podcast, um, there is a patron, just £3 a month. My, my aim is to build a community of like-minded individuals, of course, and it just helps bring back into the this podcast and at the moment this podcast can be listened to every Sunday we have an episode launch on YouTube and every Monday on Spotify so as you can imagine episode one I call it the Lorna Club and this brings me to the point of my big rebrand that's happened okay so I just wanted to really dive deep into um how I how have I been Lorna firing myself <laughs> and that's the acronym so the acronym is really L is for learn, O is for optimize, R is for resilience, N is for nurture, A is accept into learning and optimizing these last few weeks. And when I recorded the first episode, I really wanted to record it. I had this really big ask to just record it. It was very impulsive, intuitive. I can't explain it. Something when you just need to do something, you just need to do it. And I I just now well having all these conversations that I've been having recently has shown me how much I needed to start the podcast way back when. Uh well when I started the podcast I was kind of undecided as to what to do, the Lorna Club, the Lorna Experience. Um and then my previous name for my business was Kif Media Hub but because I've got a content 
channel like a, uh, I'm a content creator for Miss Kiff that brand Kiff defines creativity and it defines um music in my brand status and I was like wait a second here I've got Tasha J Cole is me as an independent businesswoman savvy Kiffner <laughs> and then I've also got the Lorna Club which was supposed to be the podcast and I'm like and then I got Kiff Media Hub it just makes no sense so I said no I've got a rebrand which it makes complete sense so when I was looking at writing my business plan for Lorna Media I was like actually this becomes my brand values because it's true I literally um, living proof every day that I'm committed to my brand's value, which is I, I'm always learning, I'm always optimizing, I'm always resilient in what I do, I'm always nurturing my con- concepts and I am I have to stay humble and accept where I am because like you saw what the quality of the last video was, is, you know, you you just need to get on with what you have so that you can keep moving forward it doesn't matter about having the highest tech I am so lucky that I am blessed with this co-working space so shout out to the startup studio USW um, I'm a USW graduate so I'm well lucky to have this opportunity to record here right now and it's just kind of still aesthetically pleasing isn't it <laughs> we got that lovely brand brand labels here with the road mic and this audio is pretty decent too um and I actually recorded the previous episode on just my portable zoom h4n which I invested in when I did my previous degree which was a BA in audio production anyway sidetracking back to the present moment so Yes, eventually I thought to myself, right, I need to be more clear. What am I going to do? So I decided to call it Lorna Media. It's now we are a digital transformation consultancy and learning platform to help you communicate your value to your audiences because I very much have the Lorna, um, the consultancy, which is very much focused on market research, um, business model, value proposition analysis, um, a learning platform, which is, uh, I have ideal clients that come to me who are, are small business owners and founders that want to learn themselves. And I love providing that opportunity and inspiration so that you can really become more independent in your workflow and a it does optimize your time and also you financially in the beginning because when you are starting out, you want to reduce your costs as much as possible. I'm really happy with that. And then from the Lorna Media, we've also got the Lorna Club, which is our learning platform really that will develop uh, with loads of different workshops and learning tools the Lorna Club I currently have a Facebook group called the Lorna Club and you can join that for free and that's just um, at the moment I've got a six week on fast track to content creation challenge going on there which is absolutely free so it's just to help prompt you um, in the right direction And then from that, we've got the Lorna Experience podcast, which is just really carrying on the conversation where we can just have these conversations of 
more relatable topics because no one teaches you how to be an entrepreneur or a digital marketer. They give you the knowledge and then they say, there you go, make millions. And you usually just fail a lot. Um, That's how you become an entrepreneur, be an expert in failing. And the reason why I wanted to combine this both is because I really feel that kind of marketing and entrepreneurship really goes hand in hand at the moment. So yes, I feel so much better for that rebrand. However, now I've got some people calling me Lorna, which is not the case. So I need to make that very clear. Like my name is Tasha. My mum's name is Lorna. And that's who I've named my business after. So yeah, we we were still working on that, right? I've been focusing on the rebrand and it takes so much time. When you're doing branding, really, you want to make sure that you, you stick to the brand name in the beginning because changing everything later, don't do it. Don't be, do it, don't be a me. I am impulsive, which means <laughs> that, um, I don't tend to always sit things things through a lot. So I'll end up doing more work at the end of the day. However, I'm trying to be better. Okay. This is why I've got all this accountability now. <laughs> um, right. So something that I've been focusing on is like branding and like in my master's in strategic and digital marketing course, I did a brand challenge with two of my amazing peers, which was Myra and um, Paula. And we won our brand challenge with Glyce. <laughs> I basically decided to relook at that module that we did. And I started to treat my business as it. And I am so excited because... I am now, I've put together like a whole brand package of Lorna Media, which is going to develop, like I got my typography on there and I've got, um, you know, like a whole presentation. Um, I'm still working on it, to be honest. Um, but this is just accountability. So if I have, if I get a, um, if I get, when I grow, I've got all of this already set up. So when I get um, employees, I can then go as a welcome pack. This is my brand. These are the guidelines. This is what we do. This is what we're working on. And for me, that just makes me feel so much more in control of my brand. Sometimes you can, your brand communication is not right. So this is, this is why I started my brand. I was like, right, I need to really focus on what my brand is. What am I doing? How am I communicating it? And I, cause I landed up, um, pitching for funding and I failed but that's a whole nother story we'll we'll go into a funding episode um in the next one well in future in a future episode we'll we'll focus on funding for now I was getting freelance work when people like oh your social media your social media your social media and I'm like I'm not like I I'm happy to teach you how to use those social media tool, but I am not a fan of managing social media just because I have so many social media brands that I'm currently doing for myself. I have Lorna Media, I've got Lorna Experience Podcast, I got Miss Kiff, I have um, my Kiff Campout Retreats, which is my um, uh, wellness retreats for business owners 
which is great. You should check it out. And I've also got Tasha J. Cole because I've I've launched all these separate brands because I do want like everything has a purpose. So for me to manage another social media brand, it it just doesn't speak to my why. For me, I'd rather look at developing like for me, I prefer to use my analytical mindset and that's what Launa Media is, is that I will help you I will help teach you how to use the tools on your social media and give you the strategies and tips that I've learned however what I do best is look at your business and be able to go right this is your value this is how you communicate this is what I would do um how do you optimize your time how do you optimize your productivity I love that and you should always stick to what you love so for me I was getting loads of um I've only got one social media brand that I take care of now which is absolutely fine because it's still in line with my why which is entrepreneurs which is the startup studio which is awesome I love having that one client, okay? That's one client I don't mind and the rest is me because I I fill up so much of my time. But I love researching as well. So I want to I, I wanted to track more of that type of client. So I wasn't getting the right when you start attracting the wrong type of work and it takes away freelancer life takes away from your actual business life you know you've got a problem so I landed up um, going away thinking 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 and then I found this co-working space office tribe in Tunbridge Wells so amazing I got the energy I got the creative downloads and that's when the Lorna experience came up where it was was the Lorna club but Obviously, the Lorna Club is now the Learning Hub and the Lorna Experience is the podcast. So that's how that all came around. So what I would say is if you're stuck in between freelance and business life and you really, for me, business life is much more enjoyable than freelancer life because I get to focus on what I love rather than what I'm still kind of working for other people being in business you're solving a problem for others and like I can be a little bit more creative I can be a little bit more productive like I've literally been batch recording content since 10 o'clock this morning (laughs) and I've stayed here in the co-working space to about half past 12 last night not good for my health but for creativity and workflow yay (laughs) and I love that I love when I get into this because I am I am a content creator by heart like honestly I love being in front of camera I love to create content in that way I've always wanted to be a presenter I think when I grew up in South Africa I was watching MTV I always thought I'd be the presenter of TRL and now I'm trying to head for like a TED talk vibe so you know that's why I decided to start this podcast is like I love to present um we had a modeling show when we were in school and I I wasn't chosen as a model but I was chosen as the host which is fantastic I love being a host I'm a very curious person and therefore podcasting is just another great way for me to really 
do what I love. I think if you think about um, Stephen Bartlett as well, he says, this is what I love to do. When he talks about the diary of the CEO, he goes, this is what I love. And I totally get it. And, you know, loads of people go, go, oh, everybody's jumping on a podcast. Trust me, just do what you love and your audience will resonate, obviously, with strategy as well. One thing I realized was that I love showing tutorials. I love doing tutorials as all. And also I love the journey of a business. So if I'm teaching others in my position on how to grow, what great way to show them behind the scenes of how I work, my productive flow to show them this is what I do and how how we can learn from each other, right? And this is the reality of it. You know, it is a grind. It is a startup. It is the beginning. There is a lot of work. <laughs> but accountability, whatever I do within my content, I like to keep myself accountable. So the idea is branding is where we start, right? This is the goal. And you can watch this video. I will link this in the show notes. Um, but I wanted to show that I am, I'm going to start communicating my brand online. How can I make this an optimized way of communicating my services? Because this is a great way to test as well, is that when it comes back around in a few months, am I communicating my brand correctly? So number one for me to be, I've got the rebrand now, which is fantastic. Number two is what um, what have I done in-house to, to make sure that I'm reaching my brand communication effectively. So I've got my brand guidelines now. I've got my three-month, um, my quarter four plan of my brand communication. And I've also started now having a social media strategy on how to communicate my brand and knowing where, like what your brand does and who you work with, this is a great way now for me to have strategic partnerships as well. I am very proud of myself. Um, I do, branding takes quite a bit of time and sometimes you can forget about it. But if you just spend time and just do that, so like all my social media now is specifically branded for this. And especially with these colors as well, everything is to that standard. And I'm just really, really excited for it. That's what I've been working on. That's what I've been focusing on. Um, And then the second part is I've been focusing on research and development which is really exciting to be honest so I've come back I've got more focus I've got more um, I feel a lot more analytical and focused and I feel like I've definitely leveled up I feel like the the first year so I actually the conversations that I've been having this week has been really great so I came back on Tuesday and it's just been flow 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 my schedule this week has been insane I had a one-to-one with one of my co-workers Rob the founder of Fabled shout out to you and actually would love to get him on this podcast show as well uh, to talk about this topic but we were talking about actually we've been a year in this co-working space and it made me reflect about the year what this year has been like 
you know. So we'll talk about that more in another episode. But I just wanted to quickly give you a little bit of insight that it's been a year and the first year was me transitioning into full-time self-employment, me learning to overcome imposter syndrome, which I'm still learning. (laughs) I don't think it ever goes away, to be honest. But I think because I failed so much in my first year, it made me so insecure um, to not fail again in terms of my brand reputation. Well, because I was going through some, I was going through last year, my first year being in this co-working space, I was going through a lot of personal, personal things like my mum passing away and me converting a van whilst living in it, plus finishing my dissertation, um, trying to well, went from part-time to full-time self-employment and just radical change everywhere where I was a hot mess and I feel like coming into this year two in the studio I'm like thank goodness all of that is gone out of my life um but now I'm like right I want to focus 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 and this is where that nurturing aspect comes to business is you this this is why we in the studio, right? This is incubation. You're you're nurturing concepts. You're nurturing failing to 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 test products, see what works, what doesn't work, what's needed, what's not. What is the marketing positioning? What is Cardiff's marketing positioning and what I'm doing? So my first year, I got to see right. There's so many cohorts happening. How? Where do I sit? Where do I sit with my brand positioning right this this leads on very well is I've listened to a podcast with think media check that out it's so good um that's what I've been focusing a lot of my time on as well like what can I do in my free time that's helping educate and inspire my workflow um so this podcast especially when I'm driving in the van podcasts are the best um, sometimes music can get a bit too much so I'm just like no 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 podcast so think media great podcast they do loads of video uh, YouTube rankings and it's founded by Sean Cannell amazing guy I've been following him since 2015 so just love him and he basically said about marketing well your brand positioning in the YouTube space so if you look at it Who's doing what you're doing, right? Who, if if someone introduces you, like for me, people when they people introduce me here, um, they say social media, and I'm kind of like, oh, that's not good, <laughs> because like what? Okay, if I'm introduced to social media, what social media space do I own in this this context of Cardiff as a demographic? Right, I am just an independent consultant. Um, there is other agencies like WCS agency that is bigger brands. Um, there is Cowshed again, bigger organizations, but uh, individual like smaller social media brands, um, which is Elite Studio Social. Shout out to them. They are absolutely crushing it. Um, Holly and Alex, shout out to you both. They have just completely, like, I, I'm loving their content. Go check them out on Instagram. And 
they were also in my masters as well which is just awesome it's just great to see women thrive you know and people in your space thrive so it's about like where do you position yourself in that market and in the YouTube space as well so you've got like in my space particularly I've got Ali I've got Sean Cannell I've got um, Kim Hernandez and it's like where do I position yourself so Usually you want to position yourself first. So you want to dominate the space. But if you can't dominate the space, how can you be second, right? How can you how can you come in with a new unique positioning? And he framed it really well. So if I look at my positioning here is what I want to change in terms of like not social media now. <laughs> but um entrepreneurship and development is with cohorts is like I want to work with cohorts to help facilitate workshops, but I also like, so co-working spaces will be my partners, right? And I want to add value to that space. So for me, it's about finding the gap in the market where I can add value because for me, I'm very value-based in my approach to business. I don't like to compete. I like to collaborate and it's always enhancing because that's really what creates society for me is is that value-based. Um, I'm very, 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 very value-based. So my positioning now is about how can I add value to an ecosystem where they're pumping out loads of cohorts of entrepreneurs and development, but what does that sustainable growth look like and how can I help, Right. So for me, it's now research and development. So I am busy researching, interviewing, um, doing better tasting. And it excites me because for me, the best way to market research is face-to-face market research or hosting little focus groups. The getting it from, get, create, getting common themes, that's what's important and it just shows your you it becomes a lot more it's kind of the opposite to digital transformation where you're integrating technology in that way um which there is a lot of now now ai is just insane it's like everywhere but also the part of digital transformation is honoring traditional concepts and this is where marketing comes back to it is that tradition of face-to-face communication. So yeah, that is kind of what I've been really nurturing, I would say, and learning and optimizing for my for my business right now. And I'm trying, I'm also staying humble because I know I'm in that same position of development, right? However, I wanted to come to, I've always had a gut feeling to my business and I'm here for the long haul. Therefore, for me, the journey, if I can perfect the journey and I take my time, I learn and fail and share it with you, I'm doing exactly what I was meant to do. I have a section now called Staying Relevant in marketing and business and I really like this section because 
um, if you do listen to the Staying Re- Relevant podcast with um, Sam Thompson and Pete Wicks, uh, they're so funny and they're trying to stay relevant in like, you know, their industry where it just it's just so funny. Um, they think they are has-beens, but they're very much still relevant. And I thought it was a great little spin-off twist to put this in the Lawn Experience podcast because we know as entrepreneurs and digital marketers to stay relevant is important. Staying relevant is hard because the digital world is changing every second we've got you like instagram broadcasts in the last like few months we've had instagram threads come up we've got instagram broadcast uh, i was four months away from from cardiff and then i've come back and everybody's like ai 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 virtual reality everything and i'm just like okay people have been working yeah right so when this comes to saying relevant this is what i'm talking about what am i focusing on how am i keeping myself relevant in this marketing industry and entrepreneurial industry because it is very competitive but there's always i always feel like there's opportunity for everybody so i have been doing the most okay so we're just going to touch on a few points like sean cannell gary v and stephen bartlett was the three p individuals that i was like always watching more sean cannell and gary v but they both like stephen bartlett and sean cannell their i like inspiration is gary v gary vaynerchuk and like these people know how to grind, okay? And if you listen to, I think um, Gary V was saying in one of his shows, um, so I've been obsessively watching Gary Vaynerchuk's YouTube channel, to be honest. You should check it out, all his latest videos. How he makes content is he um, does loads of talks and then he does like behind, behind uh, before he does a talk, he does a Q&A with his Gary V Gary V friends I should say um, and then he records that and uploads it as content and also he does his talk shows in interviews that's his content he doesn't record content at all that's how he produces content which is pretty kiff so he said in one of the interviews he was saying oh I was doing my my wine business I was actually uh, working until like midnight and then from midnight to four o'clock in the morning I was tweeting all the t- time um, and I was like what that's insane um, Stephen Bartlett's got the same approach same as Sean Cannell they like I think um, Sean Cannell just said I just watched something and he says he's pumping out content 328 pieces a week what <laughs> across all these platforms so like if you look at these your the industry and this is how you you think about are you doing enough in business can you do more you know what I mean and then I go no I'm not even doing 10% of what they're doing and what I love watching Gary V's videos is that there's loads of youngsters that say oh but I'm 25 and I've been doing this and he's like how long you've been doing this you're young you know try 10 years in the experience you know it's all about the journey the grind and I agree um my 
yeah, my YouTube channel for Miss Kiff. So before I was not getting like, I was only getting like under 100 views and I was pumping out content like once to twice a week. Now I'm doing it twice a week, long form content on my Miss Kiff. And one of the videos actually got the algorithm and it got... 2.5 thousand views where I wasn't making even 100 before but now I've got like average of 200 before it was like two to 400 so for me when you stop producing content you drop with the algorithm but when you do anything with content it's about the long haul game it's not about short-term gain it's long haul so if you're not interested in long haul then this is not the industry for you right then you shouldn't be doing this and digital marketing and content creation isn't for you it's for someone else so for me just knowing these little you know knowing that you should just keep consistent to keep grinding forward. For me, brings me back to reality because when you're feeling unmotivated, you go, Ugh, can't be bothered now. I'm just over it. And at that stage, it's not about being over it. It's about what can you do to optimize your time to make this a little bit more enjoyable, right? And that's that comes down to everything that I'm content creating now. It's about optimizing this book has like each one of my brands. Every time I come up with an idea or some type of strategy, I put it in the book and it just keeps everything organized. Um, with the, the Lawn Experience podcast, I actually write down um, any notes that I want to discuss because like I said, I really I spend all my time researching. I just love it. It was, so the the YouTube video is called Scared to Get Into Content Creation? Question mark, And the question was how to provide more value to your audiences. So I really, really loved his answer with this. He said that the best way is if you're creating the content, which is very much how much you can get out of it, you're doing it for the wrong reason it's all like this is where it comes back to my digital transformation aspect is like how can you provide more value okay so are you going into that post as like oh can I get a follow like when I do this post how many followers am I going to get how many views am I going to get or are you is your mindset going into um how much value is this adding to my audience how many people am I going to help when I post that that video or that reel am I getting it out of my gain is that my mindset or is the mindset of others and I love this because if you start putting yourself in the shoes of your customer and the person you want to attract you become more selfless rather than selfish and that is the that is the difference between creating a tribe and community versus hard sale tactic and sometimes this is very difficult to translate because, you know, we come from a generation of many different different generations of people with hard sale, hard sale, hard sale. And for me, one of my strategic approaches for me, that really grounded me and I was just like, hmm, I love it. But also it put me in check because I'm super analytical and sometimes you do think, oh, I want to I, I need a sale <laughs> but 
But it keeps you humble, right? It keeps you down to earth. How much, so that's in my strategy for my next three months is I've actually put on every month on the, my my quarter four is how much more value am I providing? Because I'm building my brand, right? At the moment, I'm gaining your trust. So how much more value am I adding? I have the diary of a CEO, the 33 laws of business and life. Can we just, okay? So a little bit of context. First, Firstly, if you are in this entrepreneurial and like digital marketing, if you don't know who Stephen Bartlett is, you need to know him. <laughs> Because, oh my goodness, I've been watching Stephen Bartlett since his vlog days. Because even I remember watching Stephen back in the day, he had too much ego, <laughs> okay? He had far too much ego, but I really liked where he was coming from and his approach. So I was always curious and I loved his vlogs because he would be working constantly. Stephen Bartlett launched a book, I think, something sexy billionaire or whatever I didn't I didn't buy it I saw it in the bookshop I was tempted it was an offer I didn't buy it because I was like this isn't the book to buy I remember I listened to diary of the CEO in 2021 and I actually started to record my own like oh diary of an entrepreneur that's what I called it myself and this was just to like kind of give behind the scenes of what is really like this is the reality of it. So I feel like the lawn experience was always in the making. It just took that evolution of two years to get here. I've been, honestly, the Diary of the CEO podcast is amazing. I it's, it's, it's quite like intense to watch. So I don't tend to watch all the episodes, but I do watch a selective few when I want to get like that deep, deep, deep inspiration and it's just nice to learn from others. He launched Behind the Diary, which is his vlog is back. Like his vlog is back. The OGs, if you know, if you're a freaking Stephen Bartlett OG, you would know. And I was like, this is not, this is not just epic that the fact that he's launched the vlog again, that what's even better is that he has the sickest edits. Like it's, oh, the production is so good. I think when you want a hashtag, you want that. That is like my goals to get to a certain point where I could be that epic. Um, and it's just so cool how he has the behind the scenes that he flies to America, builds the setup. It's just next level for me. And what I really loved is that he was he was very much hands-on as the creative director. And for me, that's what impresses me a lot is that he's really impressive, you know? So to know his grind, number one, I've seen it because he's, he's incredible like that. He's also, he's big. He's changed from ego to humble. Um, but I know that Stephen and my, like how how I would say it's like I'm more spiritual and he's very practical, <laughs> scientific based. And that's why this book has come with all the scientific interviews and data and everything he's collected. 
um, he's developed this 33 laws of business and life and his experience, which for me, I love reading people that aren't like me because it gives me another level of perspective, right? Um, And to see because obviously I'm more ideologies and beliefs and values where he's more scientific based, which is true. Uh, But he landed up having, I think I saw this on his YouTube community page. It wasn't even that long. So they, this was what, this is what was really cool. I bought this book through a, a private webinar um, launch event for the book. And I actually took notes that I wanted to discuss in the podcast, but I landed up um, losing those notes for some reason. One of the laws that he has is these five pots, which is um, skills, well, knowledge, skills, network, resources, and brand reputation. And I love this law. And the reason why I love this law is... um, I when I when I came to my masters, I knew I had the skills. So the first two laws are important, like your your first two buckets are important, which is your skills and your knowledge, right? With that, you can actually build a network. So for me, I had the skills, I had the network, I was on the hunt for knowledge and resources to improve my brand reputation. <laughs> So I really resonated with this law and I came to Wales for that. So I had my skills, my 10 years, awesome skills. I had my, I got my knowledge through my masters and cohorts. And then I, through my network, which is my knowledge network of the university, I found my resources and now I'm working on my brand reputation slowly but surely. And I just love that. So it's funny because you've got power, like before, I always thought to myself about this, this, this masters, like, is it worth it? For me, it was because it just gave me the missing gaps that I was needing and the confidence. So yeah, I am still reading this book. I think it's so cool. And I just love it. What's really great as well is that so you got the so when you went to this webinar, you got the book and I got this book delivered to the campsite and um, yeah, a massive fan. If you want this book, link in the description. But also if what I would recommend is you go to the diary of the CEO, become a follower and look at their broadcast because their broadcast has really really behind the scenes extra value and Instagram broadcast we have to talk about at some point but not in today's episode that's what I mean I've got so much to talk about (laughs) I've been reading and developing I've been watching Gary V's videos and I've been listening to Think Media's podcast for my development so the last thing is how I've stayed relevant in marketing and um, entrepreneurship is events so I came back to Cardiff and they had this create creative collective um, launch and I love these events because I come in with a very analytical mind how is the launch what did they do good what did they not do good how can I have optimized it how could they have improved it you talk to people you go what did you think of the event 
how would you change the event you know I really love that and um firstly to get into the BBC Wales building number one I was like that's like the closest I've gotten into a BBC building except for when I auditioned for a program once but um this one is pretty cool because yeah it's just, they're just gonna have so many different events and it's just that's like so much magic there you know so I was fangirling for a second I walked away going oh the next time you see me I'll have my own production show <laughs> so funny but you know you've got a dream so you never know what can happen manifestation and all that and I love it because this event is actually really special to my heart, to be honest, because I actually have a video that I recorded in 2021 going, we need to do more for the creative industry. We need to do more. I feel like I'm just on this soul mission. That's that's what brought me to Cardiff was a gut feeling of that's the last place I'm going to start, last place I'm going to focus in my business career to focus on what exactly can I help to provide change in the creative industry. Wow, two years later, the, the founder of Town Square, Gareth, shout out to you, Gareth Jones, he actually is working with Media Kumri to develop this project. And that is bringing people together with collective knowledge. Brilliant. I'm just so happy that this is starting to form. And that's why I said Cardiff is the place to be right now. If you are in this space, there's so many, ta- there's so much talent here. It's, it's unreal. And what I like is it's not the, your success here is a lot more than what you can do in London because London is very competitive. Oh my goodness. It's to the point where it, I, I couldn't, I couldn't go back to London. I've helped, I just love being a, a, a change in the little ecosystem of Wales. It's just awesome to be a part of it. So yes, there, there's just, what was also really cool is meeting Gareth is that he was so down to earth. I think as a founder, especially of such big like development, there was, there was a quite cool link because I found, I went to a networking event in Newport and I met, I met someone who is working with them and they told me about how they're developing a co-working space in Tunbridge Wells and I was like that's so cool I can't wait because I was there and I went to Office Tribe and I just think it's great how there is like I'm obsessed with co-working spaces and then it kind of went full circle and that was end of July we are now September and less than two months I met the founder (laughs) like can we just that was just insane man I was just like living my best business life on Tuesday night Because it just was like that full circle. I love full circles, you know. And he is actually, he founded Walsh Eyes, which is my, the first cohort, the five to nine, was from female founders. Shout out to Hope. Um, That was in in Kafeli. And he founded that. And I was like, what? Like, what? 
like this guy is epic i need to know more so yeah i'm just it's just it's just awesome to meet such great people that's providing change in society for me i'm all about that and meeting like if you want to develop a business that really drives on community change come to cardiff come to wales like the people here are just super incredible and that's one of the reasons why I also wanted to stop this podcast because I was like I need you to meet these incredible people (laughs) they are freaking awesome they are so cool so yes that concludes um this episode two I do have another bit that I wanted to add in but this conversation is far too long um I hope you found value in today's sessions Um, I've been to the studio network here this week as well there's been great conversations which I wanted to talk about and then just being in the studio I was sitting at my desk I was really wanting to optimize my like I'm I'm very much focused on how can I optimize my productivity as well so I'm it's it's a must as a marketer to also know AI at least stop practicing the tools and I was sitting at my desk and then boom who walks in (laughs) hey are you interested in workshops about AI I was like yeah so we're going to talk more about that more 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 about that in episode future (laughs) but there is so much like I said to you when I've come through the door here in Cardiff back again I've been away for four months and I'm it's just been like one, two, three, four, like go, 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 go. So just the Lawn Experience podcast has come at the perfect time. And I am super grateful to be back in the HQ. And it's just incredible. So I hope you found value in today's episode. And I will link the show notes as well with this. And I hope as well, this the reason why I've launched this on a Sunday is that you can then start to think about how you can produce be productive this week about how can you learn how can you optimize your time and your productivity um how can you what do you need to stay resilient in to keep going and what do you need to do in order to be resilient right if you need to listen to a podcast if you need to take a break whatever you need to do do it and nurture your concepts like keep refining 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 And just accept we all are here. Like, this is my present moment. Am I happy with it? Yeah, definitely. Is there room for improvement? Definitely. But we just accept where we are. And that's what's important, right? If you found value, please remember to comment on this YouTube channel or leave a review on Spotify. Please do subscribe and follow because it really helps me out. And check out Instagram, which is the Lawn Experience Podcast, for little video clips as well, which we'll be showcasing this week. Really excited. Have a good week. Keep thriving. Mm-hmm.